I'm your host, Nikki, and this is the Red Chuck Chronicles podcast, where I share tips, stories, and answer your questions on all things travel related. After traveling to 40 plus countries and counting, I can't wait to show you how simple it can be for you to travel the world. So stick around and enjoy the show. All right, let's go. You're back for another episode. Thanks for joining in. Hopefully you had a good week. Hopefully everything is going well. Everybody's safe and healthy. Tonight's episode five, and we're going to continue where we left off last week. Don't be skirt. Part two. Last week, we talked about fear and fears around travel and things that may be holding you back from, you know, getting out there and seeing the world and really experiencing all that the world has to offer, you know, whatever, whatever that fear is, whatever that hesitation is, that's holding you back. And, and last week we talked about money and we talked about lack of knowledge or the fear of the unknown as some, some reasons why, or some barriers to why maybe you don't travel or haven't really put yourself out there to travel And then also fears around those particular uh, topics. This week I want to talk a little bit more about it and just maybe start by talking about, you know, how sometimes related to fear and, and, and the fears that we build up, sometimes we overthink things, right? We, we, we think about it so much and think about all the things that maybe could happen it can paralyze you and really not allow you to move forward. And that can be the same thing as it relates to traveling, right? Like you think about all the things that could go wrong and that could potentially happen. And sometimes it's not even the things that you think about, but it's the things that people project and put on you. For instance, I remember, you know, I've like I said, I've been traveling for quite some time and I even lived in a whole nother country in my 20s by myself. You know, I was over there for six months and was just over there doing my thing. And there was a trip back in 2012. Yeah, yeah. 2012. It was the day before my birthday, actually. I was leaving and I was going to get on a plane. The longest flight I'd ever been on, actually. And... It was 19 and a half hours, a direct flight from New Jersey, Newark, Newark International Airport to Singapore. And I was going to Singapore for a work conference. And I remember not only was I going over there for a work conference, but I was going to stay an extra eight days, I think. So in total, I was going to be going for about 16 days far away, right? Singapore is... A 12-hour time difference in terms of uh, time zones. It's on the other side of the world. And I was headed there. And I remember there were a couple of people around me who were pretty anxious about it. They were, they were like saying different things. And somehow their anxiousness or their anxious energy 
and comments about the trip and how far away I was going to be and for how long I was going, I took on that energy and it kind of made me a little anxious about it. I mean, I was still going because it was a work trip. So, you know, I was going, but I remember, you know, saying, saying to my friend, she was dropping me off to the airport. Like, I'm so, I'm, I don't know where all this anxious energy is coming from. Like, I, I, I travel all the time. I don't know what that's about, but I realized it was other people projecting onto me their their worry their doubt about me going away and sometimes that happens like I mean I've experienced it a lot of times where people find out where I'm going or that I'm leaving or that I'm going to a certain place and because they have a fear they they instantly are like oh well be careful or you know different things like that and and that's that's fine because sometimes I think people just they just say what what how they how they're feeling um and that's okay but it can it can stop some people from actually going forward with their trip or it can cause some hesitation or unnecessary um anxious energy around a trip or a decision to move forward with the trip and so i just say beware of that be aware and don't let people project their fears on you, especially people who've never been, right? Because they're afraid and they have a fear and and they're saying, you know, these things of what possibly could happen or a story that they read about. But that doesn't necessarily mean that's what's going to happen to you, for you, around you or anything like that, right? So... So today I really, in terms of fear, I wanted to talk about one of the things that a lot of people mentioned when I kind of polled some friends and family about, you know, this topic of fear and what are some of the fears that are holding you back from traveling. Safety was a big one for a lot of people. So I asked, like, are you afraid that something might happen to you while you're in another country, right? That's a legitimate fear that people have because they may be so far away or again, it's an unknown, an unfamiliar place. There's this automatic fear that people get where it's like, I don't know what it's like over there. Anything can happen. Well, to that, I say anything can happen when you step out your front door. Anything can happen when you're in your own neighborhood. Anything could happen when you, you know, go visit a family friend or you go visit family in another city or another state. Anything could happen anywhere, right? People visit the country that I currently live in, the United States, and things happen when they come here. You could go to another country and something could potentially happen to you, but Again, I say to that, you you just need to be vigilant about your surroundings, the same precautions that you would take if you went out late at night in a city that you were visiting, or even in your own neighborhood. If you went out late at night, as a, especially as a woman, you know, you're going to look around and you're going to look at your surroundings. You're not just going to be careless about it. At least you shouldn't, because that is how things happen. And you cannot prevent everything. Robbery, um, kidnappings, all of those different things happen anywhere. 
and it doesn't it doesn't mean that just because you go to another country that that's going to happen to you or be your experience i found that from a safety perspective other countries they want you to come visit tourism is a big boost to the economy for a lot of these countries and that's why during the pandemic a lot of them are suffering because it's it's how they make their money via tourists right and via you know visiting so they want it to be as safe as possible they don't want people to feel unsafe coming to their country because then people aren't going to come if they get a bad rap or you know if they're known for certain things that will deter people from going there so they do try to make it as safe as possible when you're traveling but again you're going to have crime no matter where you are it just it happens and and some places are much safer than others in terms of just your everyday day-to-day type of crime in terms of like pickpocketing and and things like that but in terms of like murder and kidnapping and sex trafficking because that was something that someone had mentioned they don't happen as much as people think I think you know sometimes you think you look at movies like taken and all that kind of stuff and that those things just get into your mind so you may associate a place with a movie that you saw or and again I'm not saying you just go out of the country or you go travel and you just think that you're in the safest place in the the whole wide world because that's not the case however with the proper precaution you know being being mindful of your surroundings being observant you can avoid it you can't always but again you do the best you can and I don't let that stop me from traveling and going to see places. I think the most maybe that I've ever felt unsafe is probably just been in my different experiences in terms of traveling in a car um, or, you know, vehicle, vehicle rides. So taxis or Uber, Uber driving stories. I have some hilarious stories that really just, are quite comical and you know after the fact I don't know how funny they were in the moment because in the moment I might have been a little afraid for my life because the drivers are not always the greatest in some some of these countries that I've been in but here I am I survived I can laugh at it now another thing that's um in terms of safety losing your passport right that's a that's a that's a legitimate concern that people might have what I'd say to that is I usually either lock my passport up in the the hotel safe if I'm like maybe going to the beach or something like that. I have a, a, a copy of my passport back at home. I leave that like, you know, maybe with my parents or a friend or something. So just in case you need it, if you did lose your passport, you would have to go to the U.S. Embassy in that particular country to get a, another passport issued so that you can return home if it does happen in the event that you do lose your passport. That could possibly be a thing. I've never had that experience because I'm always checking for my passport. That is like one of the things that I'm always checking for and making sure that I have. What I I did have happen to me is I, I lost my phone. 
I left it in the back of a cab in Germany. It was Labor Day weekend. I was trying to get back home. The airline at the time, Lufthansa, the workers went on a strike. And so a lot of the flights were getting canceled. I got to the airport. I think my mom called me while I was in the cab as I was pulling up to the airport. And I was like, I'll call you back. Clearly, I must have put my phone down and went inside and waited in line, you know, to check in for my flight. And I had to get on. I think I had to get another flight because my flight actually got canceled or it was delayed and then it was canceled. All of this stuff was going on. There were so many people at the airport because, again, the workers went on strike. And so I got up to the counter and right before I got up to the counter, I'm like, you know how you do that double check where you're like, you're looking for something and you're like patting every, every area of your body. And I just start like patting myself down and I'm looking for my phone. And I'm like, where is my phone? And then my heart sank. Cause I'm like, I left my phone in the cab. So I get up to the counter And I get up to the counter. I'm like, oh, my company rebooked me. And she's like, oh, well, can you call? And I'm like, I can't call because I don't have my phone. I left my phone in the cab that dropped me off. So then luckily I had paid with the corporate card. And so I had the receipt and the receipt had the number of the the cab company on it. So when I was telling the lady at the counter, she let me, she allowed me to go into the back and I was able to use the phone and I was able to call the uh, cab company, let them know that I had just been dropped off, that I left my phone in the back of the cab and they were able to call the driver. He saw my phone, he came back to the airport But I had to actually, I ended up having to pay him in cash because he was like, no, I'm not going to take a credit card. So I had to pay him again. And then I got my phone. I was able to rebook my flight and then I was able to make it home. So again, that was just my story or a story that I experienced or something that happened to me in terms of, of losing something. But I've never lost my passport. But if you do, again, you need to find your U.S. Embassy get there, get your passport reissued. And again, I say, you know, make sure you leave a copy at home so that in the event that you do lose it, they can fax it over or send it over to the embassy to verify. I think you need to do something like that to maybe verify your identity. Sometimes I'll travel with copies of my passport or me and I'll leave the passport in the safe in the hotel. And if I go out, I'll just have the um, copy of the passport on me. From, for identification purposes, if you if you don't necessarily want to be walking around with it. Um, so that's, those are just some tips in terms of that. And then one of the other questions that I got was, from a safety perspective, do you ever feel like maybe a fear of going to jail in another country? So I, I, I can't say that I've ever had that fear. I know that is that can be a thing. I try to follow every every rule, law, or anything when I'm in another country because I'm definitely never trying to go to 
uh, to jail in another country. I don't even want to go to jail in my own country, but definitely not trying to go to jail in another country. Yeah, scratch that. So I, I would say, you know, just just know the laws. I think for the most part, unless you do something where you have an entitled mentality where you feel like the rules don't apply to you, you should be okay. Or as long as you don't have an argumentative personality or you don't get crazy when you're intoxicated, you should be good. So that's 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 not a concern that I've had, but I would say if that's a fear of yours, just make sure that you know you're on your best behavior when you're when you're in another country because laws there may be different and you don't you just don't want to take that chance you don't want to be uh what's that show they have locked up and abroad yeah that's that's definitely not a good look um and then in terms of another fear that people have and and this one really is a is a huge one for me so let me start by saying that for this one this can stop many people from traveling, right? You know how it is, right? You you bring you bring up the idea of traveling to your friends or your family. Um, everybody's excited. Everybody's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I'm going." I can't tell you how many times I've put trips that I found in 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 groups. I've I've told family. I've told friends. Oh, I you know this great flight deal or I'm trying to go here and, and people are like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me know, you know, and I get all the uh, information together or get the details together or send them the information. And then all of a sudden it's like crickets, like it's when it's time to start purchasing the ticket or reserving the rooms, tunes change, um, maybe people's schedules change, maybe they don't have a babysitter Maybe they can't get the time off of work. Whatever it is, there's been plenty of times where it's like, yeah, maybe not so much. I Sorry, maybe next time I would. However, comma, but this came up, whatever the case may be. So whatever the reason, the once, the once large group, you know, who were all excited about being travel partners, has dwindled down to just me, myself, and I. And so I've learned over time that I'm not waiting on you. If I see a good deal, a flight, a trip, or something that I want to go on, I'm going to book it, and then I'm going to tell you about it. And if you decide to come along, I will be ecstatic. However, if you don't, I'm still going. That's pretty much how I've operated but I know a lot of people that's not the case right so for a lot of people they don't want to travel because there is a genuine fear of doing something by themselves but what if I told you you can do it you can travel alone have a great time experience a new country or city learn and learn a lot about yourself in the process don't worry I plan on doing an entire episode about this topic, 
because I know this is a huge obstacle for many, especially women, but it is something that you can do. If you go to the store by yourself, you take a drive by yourself. There's a lot of things that we do by ourselves, but you just don't really think about it in your day to day. Going on a trip by yourself is not that much different. I mean, you just have to get over the mental hurdle of it. And I think once you do that, you'd be surprised how freeing it can be and how much fun it is. Like really, because you're on your own time, you can get up when you want to get up, you can do what you want to do or not do what you want to do, right? Like you, you have, there's freedom in it. Yes, you're by yourself. So you, again, you need to be vigilant in terms of your safety, but from an experience perspective, it's just a difference there. It's a, it's definitely a difference and it's a different a different experience. But I, I feel like everybody should experience one trip by themselves, at least one. And maybe you do it and you realize that it was cool, but it's not really something that I like or that I'm into. But I feel like you should maybe just at least try it. And it could be as simple as just going, um, you know, to another state a, a, a crossing the state lines or something or an hour away or two hours away and just go off and just do you right be by yourself so in terms of some of the trips that I've taken there's been times where I've gone alone because I don't let the fear of booking a trip or going to a place by myself stop me from booking it But ultimately, once I get there, I meet other travelers, other black women who are doing the same thing, who may be traveling by themselves or maybe they're with another friend or a family member. And somehow we we get connected and then, you know, you meet like minded individuals. So, for instance, the end of 2018, I was like, I want to book another trip. I want to go somewhere before the end of the year because I had a goal to hit 40. 40 countries before I turned 40. So I was like, if I could get another trip in before the end of 2018, that'd be great. And that's one more country towards my my mark of, of 40. And so for whatever reason, I can't remember if it was something that I saw on Facebook or somewhere. I really was just like, oh, Cartagena. That sounds cool. South America. I can get another continent under my belt see another country the place looks beautiful I'm hearing all of these good things about it and it just kind of kept coming up either via social media or other platforms and so I looked into booking a flight I think I utilized some of my my um, mileage points that I had and I ended up getting a good deal on the flight so I booked the flight and then I figured out accommodations doing some research online, trying to figure out good areas to stay in, figure that out, reached out to a couple of tour guides that were recommended based on some of the travel groups that I was in and kind of just put it together last minute. I I really think I booked the trip like right after Thanksgiving and I left on like December 18th, something like that, I think. And then I got there, you know, got into the country, checked into my hotel met up with the tour guide and then he's like oh so shout out to freddie uh in cartagena and he was like oh yeah i have these other two ladies that i took to the the volcano the mud volcano area 
today and we're supposed to go on a boat trip tomorrow there's these two other guys and so do you want to do that and I'm like okay yeah that's fine so connected with him the next day and then went on the trip and it ended up being me two ladies from California that I met and two guys that that, are, that were friends that were traveling together and then another young another young lady um who was traveling solo who met the two cousins the two female cousins and at the volcano area and she came on the trip too so it ended up being the six of us we spent the whole day together we had a great time on the boat all day we went to different islands in the middle of the the water swimming jumping off the boat you know docked good music just good vibes all around you know all individually or you know the four people that were traveling in twos and then two solo travelers ended up hooking up um connecting i'm still friends with all of them actually via social media um we ended up for the next like two days so we hung out all together all that day then the following i think later that night we ended up uh, meeting up in the in the, the city the center of the city and then we ended up having going to dinner together then the next night i think maybe during the day no actually the next day it was me and the two guys we went to palenque and we did that tour together and then the following then that night we all got together again and we kind of hung out and did like one last dinner together because I think two of them were leaving or some of them were flying out the next day and then one person was going to Medellin, I think it's called. And so, you know, there's different things that I've experienced like that in terms of I've gone to a country and as a solo traveler, but I've met great people during my travel. And it's been an it's been an awesome experience. So again, don't let the fear of going by yourself deter you from experiencing because you can go meet wonderful people, have a great time, and even if you don't, and it's just you and tour guides and you know, sightseeing and walking the streets, you can have an absolute wonderful time all by yourself. And that's okay too. So Hopefully, I've highlighted some or a few of your concerns that may be stopping you from traveling. And I hope you continue on this podcast journey with me as I chronicle my experience, both past and future, and share with you and leave you with tips and ideas and just dropping some gems or my experience, right? There's, there's many people out there who travel. There's many people who look like you and me and others who travel and do this on a regular basis and they may have different stories but I'm just sharing for you what travel means to me and why I think that any barrier to you getting out there can be overcome and I'm not saying it's going to happen tomorrow I'm not saying it's going to happen next month it could be six months from now it could be three months from now it could be two weeks from now But I think that, you know, whatever the fear is that you might have built up in your mind or in your head, whatever it is that 
you think could possibly happen, I think there's an opportunity for you to get beyond that and don't let the fear stop you from from getting to the beauty that is in travel. Peace. That's it for this week's episode of the Red Chuck Chronicles podcast. If you have feedback or questions on tonight's episode or anything travel related, hit me up on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Red Chuck Chronicles. But before you go, make sure you click subscribe in your favorite podcast app so that you don't miss the next episode. I'm your host, Nikki, wishing you adventure and beautiful sunsets as you travel the world. Thanks for listening. See you next Thursday, same time, same place. Peace.